All right, you heard from Kent Gray. Now we hear from the other candidate next week's Republican primary for the 95th House District. Incumbent State Representative Tim Butler now in studio with us. And welcome back, and thanks for taking the time. We appreciate Jim, it. Tim, I am always happy to be here, and I want to make one thing clear off the bat because I hear it a lot of times. Kent Gray and Don Gray are different people. There's a lot of confusion. Don Gray does a great job as our as our circuit clerk, or excuse me, our county clerk, and they are not the same person. So when people go to the polls, I hope they remember that. It, uh, it, it that is a factual statement. They are in fact two different people. <laughs> I have seen them both in the vicinity of one another at the same time, so I can vouch for that. Uh, before we get into some of the news of the day, uh, just in case there's anybody here who doesn't know you is not familiar yeah. with a little bit of your history, give us a bit of your background. Uh, how you got to this point and why you want another term or more in the Illinois General Assembly. Yeah, again, Tim Butler, state representative currently from the 87th District. Uh, I live on the north end of Springfield with my wife, Wendy, where we've we've lived since 1998. We just celebrated our 26th wedding anniversary uh, a few weeks ago. Uh, I'm a native of Peoria. I grew up in Peoria. I'm a, the youngest of seven kids. Uh, went to school at Eastern Illinois University, got a degree, degree in political science, and wanted to get into public service. So spent a few years working on Capitol Hill. When I got out of college, uh, moved back to work for a guy named Ray LaHood when he ran for Congress the first time. Uh, worked for Ray LaHood for 14 years. Uh, spent several years as the um, director of marketing at St. John's Hospital. Uh, and then had a good opportunity to go to work for my friend Rodney Davis uh, and help set up his district offices after he got elected the first time. Worked for him for a couple years before uh, Rich Brower decided to leave the General Assembly, and I was appointed in March of 2015. And, you know, look, I, I think this is the reason I do this is to help our communities. Uh, and to to be a voice um, for our communities and to be a voice for the, the values of Central Illinois here at the, here at the Capitol and I really take that seriously uh, and I look uh, here we are for people that don't know that you know the the grand studios are uh, here in Riverton I've worked closely with the community of Riverton to, to obtain funding for uh, a great stretch going out to the highway where they're trying to attract development uh, it's things like that that I think are vitally important that's that's why I continue to want to do the job. Let's get to some of the news of the day. Uh, today, uh, Darren Bailey, who right now, according to polls, is leading in the Republican primary for governor. He could be your party's standard bearer by uh, uh, eight days from now. He endorsed your opponent uh, in this race. How big a blow is that to your campaign? Well, I don't think it's a blow at all to get the endorsement of, of a senator from Clay County when you're running <laughs> literally uh, hundreds of miles away from, from uh, Bailey's district. You know, between uh, Ken Curry and, and Darren Bailey, they have almost 40 years of being elected officials, uh, so I know they talk a lot about anti-establishment and things like that. Um, you know, Kent Gray was on the Lincoln Land College Board for almost two decades, for 18 years, and, and lost his last election. Uh, Darren Bailey has served, uh, you know, in elected positions as a as a politician for over 20 years now. And so, look, I, I look at the endorsements that I have received uh, from a variety of people and a variety of organizations. Uh, people like the Fraternal Order of Police, people like the the Farm Bureau, people like Abate, people like uh, the Right to Life, um, all sorts of folks that endorse me. I look at all the elected officials. I have endorsements from every single countywide elected Republican uh, in Sangamon County. Uh, I have endorsements from Sheriff Kettlecamp in in uh, Christian County. I have endorsements from uh, Bruce Pillsbury, who's the Macon County Republican chair. All three counties I have endorsements from. And as far as I know, the only endorsement that Kent Gray has received is from a uh, uh, state senator from Clay County. And I think that speaks volumes about Mr. Gray's 
resume why no one would endorse him and why I've got all these endorsements. The key to this particular endorsement appears to be your vote back in 2019 to raise the gas tax here in Illinois, money that is going to infrastructure. Uh, and this is something that Darren Bailey has spoken out against and is endorsing uh, challengers to uh, Republicans who voted in favor of this. Uh, do you stand by that vote? Well, look, I'll tell you what, uh, this state, it's really important to be competitive on infrastructure. And uh, I stand by all of my votes. Of course I do. That's that's what you get elected to do, to push to push those buttons. I know that Senator Bailey, actually, when he was in the House, asked for projects in his district um, after the Capitol bill was passed. Yet uh, those of us who took the tough vote to, to fund the infrastructure, I think it, it speaks volumes about it. Again, look, this is, this is something that's vitally important to, to Illinois. Uh, and when you look in our community, here in Springfield, what's going on with hundreds, hundreds of millions of dollars being invested in this community. And and I drive a lot around the state of Illinois. When you see what's being done in the state of Illinois, I think it's vitally important to protect our infrastructure. And beyond that, I know uh, Kent Gray wants to criticize me on, on, you know, my vote on that. But when I look at his service on the the, um, uh, Lincoln Land uh, Board and I look at my property taxes during his time on on the board, my property taxes went up by 50 percent. And, you know, Darren Bailey, the same thing. That's one of the things that he's been called out on his service on on uh, the school board. There was that uh, he raised property taxes while a member of the school board. So, look, I, I think I think. And the other thing about Kent Gray is he said he believes that um, uh, dollars for infrastructure should come out of the general funds. That proves a basic um just just not knowledge, does not have the knowledge of how it works to fund our infrastructure in the state of Illinois. And if you want to fund our infrastructure out of general revenue funds, that means you are putting other programs at risk. You're, you're putting at risk money that should go to schools. You're putting our, our pension payments at risk, which we have a hard enough time as it is, because he has not even a basic understanding of how, how this works. Um, you've described Aaron Bailey as a state senator from Clay County, but he is, in fact, somebody who could be your party's nominee for governor uh, a little more than a week from today. Uh, who are you supporting in the race for governor? Well, I've I've been public in my support for Richard Irvin. I think he has a great opportunity to to beat J.B. Pritzker. And those of us as Republicans, that's that's what we need to do. We need to beat Governor Pritzker in the fall. And I think I think Mayor Irvin gives us the best opportunity to do that. If Darren Bailey is the nominee, will you support him? Well, look, I look forward to having that discussion with uh, with Darren Bailey. He's the only candidate uh, for governor that refused to take the Republican unity pledge that was put out there by the by the Illinois Republican Party. So I think this is going to be a big discussion uh, going forward as to how if if Bailey does win. And, and honestly, I think that's an if right now. We're seeing some polls go back and forth. But, you know, I think that's a big discussion point, not only for Bailey, but whoever is the nominee of how they're going to. To, to unite the party. And those are discussions whoever the nominee is going to have to lead. It's not incumbent upon Tim Butler. It's incumbent upon whoever the nominee is to pull the party together. And I really question whether or not Darren Bailey has the ability to do that. Party unity seems like it could be a, a real issue for Republicans this fall here in Illinois, which leads me to uh, my next question, and I asked this to Kent Gray as well, and it's really a simple yes or no question. Did Joe Biden win the 2020 presidential election? Yes, he did. That doesn't mean we don't have uh, election problems. Jim, you 
we've covered my for for several years now our talk about our concerns about about elections here in Illinois whether it's automatic voter registration when we had a hearing on that right before the pandemic and the problems that Jesse White's office has had whether it's the the election integrity roundtables we just had uh, like here in Sangamon County with Don Gray what I've told people to do is is they need to talk to their county clerks I was just at a I was at a meet and greet this morning over in Macon County hosted by my friend Dwayne Nolan who's another person that has endorsed me former state senator uh, and somebody asked about election integrity and when I said is go talk to Don Gray go talk to Josh Tanner over in Macon County and go in person and see how they carry out their elections these people do a good job what we need to do as Republicans is is get election judges engaged and get more election judges so we can make sure that there's no funny business going on at the polls. And that's really what we need to do. And that's a coming upon our party to make sure that that's the case. And then I think we got to take a look. Hopefully, you know, I'd love to get in the majority in the House of Representatives. I'd love to have a Republican governor where we can t- really take a look at these election laws that have been expanded so much in Illinois to see how we can continue to make our elections more secure. Uh, but for the record, you said, yes, Joe Biden won. Yeah, that's he did. I've been, I've been, yeah, absolutely. I, I've said that multiple Multiple times. Uh, there's another piece of news today uh, that Kent Gray uh, brought in with him when he came in. Uh, a complaint apparently filed today in Sangamon County Circuit Court naming you, naming your campaign, naming others, uh, alleging libel and defamation over text messages that went out. He says from the uh, the same texting system that your campaign has used to tout campaign events, these were anonymous texts uh, talking about some of Kent Gray's difficulties, his law license suspension, and uh, alleging that he was behind $30,000 in child support payments, which he says overstates that by a factor of roughly three times. Um, can you speak to this uh, complaint? Did, did your campaign send out texts like that? Uh, our campaign, my campaign did not send out uh, the text. I saw the text. I got the text. Uh, my campaign did not send that out. Uh, I certainly cannot comment on a hypothetical lawsuit uh, from Mr. Gray, who has a history it, of filing. It's not hypothetical. I got uh, the copy right well, here. Well, I'm glad he gave it to the media. Uh, and I think that speaks volumes of Mr. Gray, where he decides to give it to the media instead of maybe waiting around in the studio like he could have here and just served it to me if he wanted to. But I guess that's not what he wanted to do. I have yet to see it, so it's hard for me to comment on anything. But will I will what I will say is, first of all, Mr. Gray admitted that he's behind on his child support. I think he admitted that on your show earlier. And talk about wild exaggerations. I believe on his show he said that my wife and I make $250,000. And Jim, I have my 1040 right here if you'd like to see it. We made 190 $88,000 last year, and that's a far, far cry, a wildly inaccurate, to use his terms, uh, mischaracterization of my and my wife's salary. And let me just say this. If Kent Gray wants to go after state employees like my wife, who's a 30-year state employee who has made less than her mayoral counterparts over the years... I say bring it on, dude. You want to go after you want to go after state employees in a town that's the home of state government on somebody who's successful as a state employee? Let's have that conversation. I'd be happy to conversate have this conversation. Because there's going to be thousands upon thousands of state employees that are going to vote against him. And that's going to be the fact of the matter. But look, what what Kent is doing here, what Kent Gray is doing here is, you know, trying to get away from the story that was written in the Illinois Times last week. And I would encourage everyone who's going to the polls in the 95th District to read Scott Reeder's story in the Illinois Times last week, where Kent Gray admits that he's behind on his child support, admits that he has property tax issues, hasn't paid his property taxes, and we all know that he got his law license suspended for a year. This, this race is not just about the issues. 
and my record and Kent's record, but it's about truth, integrity, and honesty. And that's how I approach my life. That's how I've approached this job, with integrity and honesty. And anybody who does their research, and a lot of people know Kent Gray in this community, knows there's a huge difference between me and Kent Gray. We are tight on time here, and I do want to talk issues a little bit. So what do you want to accomplish if you get another term? Well, I think the number one thing we need to do is to continue to see what we can do for economic development in this region. Obviously, with, with inflation at the highest level in 40 years, people are hurting very much. We need an economy that turns around. I want to, I want to make sure that that's... that's at the top of the list of what we do. How do people learn more about your campaign? Go to timbutler.org. You can find me on, on Facebook and, and Twitter and everything, Rep Tim Butler. Uh, pretty easy to find. They, uh, you know, it's, it's not too hard to track me down, I guess. Primary day, one week from today, Representative Tim Butler running in the 95th 